0: At Armstrong, your connectivity is backed by local technicians, our 24-7 network operations team, and our 24-7 customer service center. Armstrong. Unmatched employees. Unmatched customer care. Unmatched fiber network.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Armstrong in the Loop podcast. I'm your host, Seth Prentice. And today, I'm excited to have a very special guest, United States Representative Mike Kelly of the 16th District of Pennsylvania. Representative Kelly, welcome back to the show.
0: Seth, thanks so much. It's always good to be Armstrong in the loop. It's really critical. And we we have a big loop. You have a big loop. But let's, I got to tell you, uh, Armstrong does a great job of getting the news out and getting the features uh, out that the people need to hear. So thanks so much for having us on. We appreciate it.
1: Uh, anytime I get a chance to have you on the show or even just, you know, in passing, getting a chance to shake your hand, talk to you, you know, I am so honored. And it's just like one of those moments of, you know, sometimes the, the glory lights come on because, you know, I feel like I'm, you know, w- with a you know famous celebrity, it's just always great. And, and I think it's because of your hometown touch that you've never lost who you are, where you've come from, and just the stories that you have to share, uh, you know, are just second to none.
0: Yeah, I think most of us from this area, I, I, I used to say when I, people would ask me first, when I first went to Congress back in 2011, they'd say, well, where are you from? And I'd say, well, I'm from uh, the greatest town uh, the child could have grown up in. Uh, it, you know, but the parents, the preachers, the teachers, the coaches, uh, we were blessed in such a, we were, we, we were lucky. I said, we were lucky. Uh, and a friend of mine said, you know what? I don't think we were lucky at all. I said, "You don't think we were lucky to grow up in Butler in the time that we grew up?" And they said, "No." I said, "Well, then, what were we?" And they said, "We were blessed." And I said, "You know uh-huh. what? I will never, ever again say that I'm the luckiest guy in the world. I, I am just one of the most blessed people." Uh, my wife and I have have uh, been uh, since since almost since birth lived in this area, and uh, you know we talked a little bit about uh, playing Legion ball and going down to Zillion and playing on the top of the hill and going to Evans City and uh, going back into where the ball field was and meeting. Meeting uh, other, other kids our age. And, and those are lifelong friendships that you make. And a lot of it happens on the field of an athletic endeavor. But these are, these are friendships you keep forever. But I can't think of another place, another town, uh, another area that's more friendly than where we are. And it's, it's all, you know, they're just good, solid, faith-based communities that you look at and you know that we're going to help each other anytime we need to. So I truly am the most blessed guy in the Congress right now.
1: I'll tell you what I think. You know everything that's going on, especially you know this coming week. We have the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier coming, and just a lot of things going on. And you know in the county, and a lot of it is so positive. And we're all coming together, you know, for each and every one, our neighbors, you know, people across the street, you name it. We're here to uh, do things to take care of one another.
0: Yes, and and that's I think it's always been that way, Um, but when you get a chance to see it in action. Uh, you know, look, look, look what you guys have done with with uh, bra- breaking bread. Look at. Yeah. Uh, so what what is the success of that is community involvement is people being willing to stretch a little farther than they would normally stretch and say, I'm going to help somebody who's in need. Yeah. Uh, you know, bringing in the too many unknowns that that takes effort to do that. Uh, we have an opportunity to get a post office named uh, for a, a civil war veteran by the name of Andrew Gomer Williams. When you see this guy's bio. And you see what this man did from the time he was 10 years old, working in a nail factory in Pittsburgh and eventually making his way into this area into end, Butler County, fighting in the Civil War, coming back home after the Civil War, establishing his own law practice. And then and then again, serving in state legislature, you said, where do we find people like this? And my answer is, just come home with me. <laughs> We've got them everywhere.
1: <laughs> that's we got it. Them everywhere. Oh, that's so. it. Well, while we're on the topic, why don't we talk about an update on the 16th district since we last spoke in July of 2020?
0: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, um, things keep changing rapidly. And one of the things that changed, of course, is the district that we run in. Uh, the district that I first ran in in 2010 is completely different than the district that we ran in. We got the uh, re- reimagined again in 2016. And then uh, we come back in 2022 uh, and we're going to run in an- another district. But so we get all of Butler County, we get all of Erie County, uh, we get all of Crawford and all of Lawrence, and then we get about a third of Venango. Um, it's basically you got Erie in the north. Uh, and, and we've got Butler and Zilli and Newcastle in the south and Elwood in the south. And in between, we have an awful big area of agriculture. Uh, so we look at Mercer and we look at Slippery Rock and Grove City and all of these incredible towns uh, that I have the privilege of representing. So we really look forward to it because it's just the blend that you need. Um, people say, well, tell me about the, the the political parties. How do they stand in those places? And I said, I'd rather talk about the policy. That people expect me to be to be uh, working on. Not so much uh, are you Republican, are you a Democrat, are you a libertarian, what are you? Uh, I just like to say I'm just I'm I'm a representative trying to work in the best interest of three-quarters of a million people that, that I represent. So it's a great district. Uh, again, just strong, strong, blue-collar, great veteran. I mean, you'd be hard to knock on any door in this district and not have. A, a veterans history somewhere in there some member of the family from some generation that made a great sacrifice so uh, it's pretty much the same people little little different address i get that uh but it's just so it is so solid red white and blue it really is it's a it is a, a blessing and a privilege to represent it so uh it'll be interesting uh, because it's harder on our voters they they sometimes they go into the voting booth and the last time somebody's to me well you're not on the ticket i said well they took that part of the district away from us. I'm actually still over this way. They took about, I think, almost 40% of Butler away. And that was where we were comfortable. And they took some Armstrong away. But uh, we're now pretty much solid to where we need to be up and down. the First of all, the state line between us and Ohio. From, from down here in the south, uh, Lawrence County, Elwood, uh, Newcastle, all the way up to the shores of Lake Erie. So uh, it's a great district to represent. And they're just great, great people in it.
1: Well, your change of the district um, thankfully doesn't change a whole heck of a lot, but with the, you know, with adding in, you know, farmland to tourism to, you know, the, um, <laughs> the Southern part of Butler County is like no other in the state. I can almost guarantee that, yeah. you know, are there some challenges that, you know, you're preparing yourself for just because it is new?
0: Yeah. Do you know what? Uh, no, not really. And I'll tell you why, because from day one, uh, we established three offices, one up in Erie. Then we we said, well, we'll come down halfway, so we have an office in Sharon, and then we're done. Also, we're in right here in Butler City. Now, the reason we did that was we wanted to make sure that everybody in the district was didn't have a longer drive than maybe a half hour to 45 minutes to get to their congressional office, and each of those offices staffed with an incredible. Uh, team that really is there. They come in to work every day. Not they don't come in to represent a Republican uh, member of the House. They come in here to represent the seven hundred five thousand seven hundred and some people uh, that that live in the district. So I think the the uh, the cute thing is I'll I'll have people call me up and say I just want to thank you for what your staff did that really helped me out. I didn't vote for you, but I really appreciate <laughs> what they did. And I said, we well, you know not until this moment that I realized you didn't vote for me, but never, ever let that hold you back. If there's something you need help with in navigating a very difficult cult and very very complicated federal system, please call us. I mean, we've been doing, Seth, you know, we've been doing the work of the IRS now for almost two years. They never went back to work. Wow. So we're still working on, this is incredible. We're working on tax cases from the year 2020 that aren't done yet. I'm not talking about a couple, I'm talking about thousands. And a lot of these involve tax returns, money that should be coming back to our citizens that's been held up because the the, the the form was never filled out, right? They never the, uh, the the IRS never got to it. So we do an awful lot of IRS work. We do an awful lot of social security work. And then lately with Ukraine and some of the other crises around the world, we're doing a lot of work with people who are stranded in different parts of the world that they need to get out of and get back home. And we're trying to do that work too.
1: Well, I, I will say your staff is fantastic. You know, everyone that I've had the pleasure to work with, I could not say anything bad about them. And you know, uh, I think that speaks to you. You know, good leaders put good people around them.
0: No, they're good. They're they're really good. But they're all they live here. They understand where we're from. Uh, uh What I've always thought was, when I first went to Washington, I used to say Washington, and my kids would say, "Grandpa, please, it's Washington." I say, "Well, I, it's Washington where I'm from." But uh, <laughs> sure, is. you know, you know, your grandfather's job is not to go to go down to D.C. and bring D.C.'s. Bullies back to Western Pennsylvania, my idea is to go down, take Western Pennsylvania to D.C. and advocate and fight for the the issues and and the things that are nearest and dearest to us.
1: And speaking of that, you know, you'd lead me into my next topic, which is the economy. I mean, currently, that is number one in everyone's mind. Inflation, supply chain issues, never thought we'd see peanut butter, you know, baby formula, you name it, Um, you know, gas prices, any advice or information maybe you could share that could help ease the minds of your constituents.
0: I wish I could say something positive about it um, with the holiday coming up and people be on the road and traveling. Uh, I, so I was the other day I was across the, uh, the street from the store and I was filling up uh, my, uh, my car and it, you know, it kept ding, 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 ding. And the, there was a guy right across at the next, on the other side of the pump. And he was looking over at me. He said, how much gas did you just put in that thing? I said, well, it's about 20-some gallons, but it's, it's like close to $115. He goes, did you ever think that this would be happening here when we have such an abundance of homegrown energy? What in the world are these people in Washington thinking of? So what I want to be careful, I said, well, you know what? I'm one of those people in Washington. I didn't go that. No, I know. No, because I, I, all I said was, listen, you know what? I do work in Washington, and I got to tell you, sometimes it's hard to take what we know back here into a city that has full employment. Uh, they, they, if you look at, at their average income per year, you look at us for the district that, that I'm in, it's $54,000 a year is the average revenue for a family of four. And when you say that when you're in Washington, they go, oh, well, no, you're kidding. Of course, nobody could live on $54,000 a year. I said, not in Washington you can't. Where I'm from, people watch. But I think, Seth, when you have to make a decision between filling up your car with gas or filling up, with groceries to feed your children. That's a crisis. And whenever, whenever we knew at the time that we have the greatest energy sources in the world, we were the leading exporter of energy in the world, why would we shut down our own energy and then say, well, I'll make up for it. And President Biden, I think, is going to go he's asking Venezuela, hey, can you help us? Hey, Iran, can you help us? Saudi, can you help us? And they're saying, no, not really. But when you have to go to your enemies and people who wish you ill and ask them to please send sell you the, the product that you, you've shorted yourself on, you realize that you are filling their coffers with the money they're going to use to try and destroy you in the future. I don't know of anybody that's clear thinking would say, Good idea, good policy. And as you and I both know, when the cost of energy goes up, the cost of every good or service goes up with it. Uh, I'm very sensitive to that because when I talk about the difference in the business I've been in all my life, the difference between somebody being able to buy something or have to pass on it sometimes is five, $6 a month. And I have people that will laugh at me and they say, oh, come on, you're, you're, you're foolish. I said, you need to come where I'm from. You need to get behind people in, in, in line that are buying their groceries and seeing how we clip coupons. Uh, we take advantage of whatever we think is the best deal at the time. And then we start to ration what we're doing. We may not buy steak, we may buy some chicken. Mm-hmm. Uh, we may, we, we will buy things that are a few pennies less than something else. Some people say, it really doesn't come down to that. I've said, well, you know, all this stuff all adds up. And unfortunately, uh, we've gotten beyond that point of understanding that when the prices go up, it makes it very difficult for people. And The other side of it, we're being asked on top of all this to pay more taxes than we've paid before. And it's that you can only spend a dollar once. And and whenever you once it's gone, it's gone. And the idea has always been, you know, measure twice, cut once. Do something that's positive. Don't do something that you look at later and say, man, I wish I had thought this through. And that's, I guess, where my answer is right now when people ask me, so what can we do about this? Um, Look, it's a global economy. I get that. But when you start tinkering with it and you start uh, you start uh, eliminating sources that you had that were much lower, it does affect the whole the whole uh, scenario. So I just tell people, you know, you're going to have to you're going to have to pay attention to what's going on. Elections have consequences. I think in this one, uh, people are looking back and say, well, it wasn't like this before. How did we get to this point? Uh, I know the president likes to say this is Putin's fault. It's not Putin's fault. Yeah. Look, at if you could look at the, the price line on it. It started It started in January of 21, and it started climbing then. I'm not saying that Putin hasn't added to it with the, the, the stuff that's going on in Ukraine, but it started long before that, and it's going to continue down that lane because we have absolutely eliminated the greatest, greatest source of domestic energy ourselves. Somebody else didn't do it to us. We did it to ourselves.
1: No, no fair, fair comments, and I appreciate the feedback. You know, for our last question, since we're short on time today, I do want to talk about positivity. And uh, this past May, you announced your 2023 community project funding request. One of those projects is right here in local Zillianople area, which is the Harmony Fire District Station construction. Uh, You have many projects that are very vital and just wanted to see what your thoughts on were on uh, the projects that were selected for 2023.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, the, the, the term used to be earmarks. And for years while I was in office, we weren't allowed to to try to target areas that needed the most help. Uh, Now we are able to, they're called community funded projects. And what we look at is where is the best return on the taxpayer's investment? Every single penny that's spent comes out of a taxpayer's pocket. Now we we knew that the Route 228 was really important for us from a lot of reasons. First of all, just to to increase the flow of traffic through there, but also from a safety standpoint. uh, And while President Trump was in office, we did get uh, two build grants came $25 million a year. So we got 50 million to help towards that project. But we we also, this past year, were able to get uh, what we thought was really critical was some money to uh, done into Harmony to build a new fire station with the idea that, the understanding I think we all have, the quicker you get to wherever there's something bad happening, the better chances you have for a positive outcome. And so we were able to get, get uh, some money for that um, I think it's our one and a half million dollars we got that's going to go into that project. It's going to improve the safety standards in Harmony and in Zeely, uh, an area that's growing by leaps and bounds, and they need to have that service. I, I also want to put a good word in for we have professional firefighters, but we also have the district that, that I'm in. We have a lot of volunteer firefighters. These are generational commitments by families to continue to do what they think is best, whatever they can do to help Their their fellow neighbors. And I think it's just phenomenal that we do that. But yeah, we have some projects that are going on right now. We're we're, we're thinking uh, anytime we go to the federal government for money, we want to give them uh, an example of what we think makes sense. What what is it that's that's of value? What are we, what are we investing money in that has a positive return for the people who make the investment? And that's our hardworking American taxpayers. Everything we look at is what's the best return on that taxpayer investment? It's not. It's not so much what I think it's boiling it down to what was the ask? What did the community need? And then how can we work within the guardrails that the federal government sets up? But what we've been able to do is really come up with features and benefits that add value to every single dollar that's spent. And there's a positive return to our, to our, not only the area that we're in, but also the people that's provided that, that wonderful money. And that is taxpayers.
1: That's fantastic. Well, uh, Representative Kelly, anything else you'd like to share with us today before we close the show?
0: You no, know, not really. I, I, I just uh, I, I, just think that all of us, I, at, there are certain times during the year. I mean, Memorial Day is the one that I've always deeply appreciated. I think sometimes people get it mixed up with the start of summer. Uh, I always looked at it at a time. We take time out to thank that that one and a half million men and women in uniform who gave their lives to give us this wonderful experience and to thank those who have served. And then we're going to have the 4th of July, which is, again, an incredible, there's no other place in the world. Seth, think about this. We are a, we are a country that right now we have a lot of people coming into our country, and we've always welcomed people coming into our country. Just do it legally, do it the right way, and make, making sure that we know who's coming here. But we've been that that beacon of freedom and liberty. Uh, the whole world looks to us. And all The only thing we ask is, you know, we're, we're putting up walls to make sure that we can We can vet the people that are coming through. A lot of other places in the world are putting up walls to keep people from getting out. Uh, We look to Ukraine and what those people are going through. We look at what happened in Afghanistan and what what that looked like. And then we say, I thank God every single day that I was born in America to the the greatest generation. My mom and dad had gone through the Great Depression and World War II and the Korean War. Uh, I just don't think there's another nation that's been as blessed as we are. As long as we never forget, that we've had God's grace along the way, I think we're in pretty good shape. But we got to keep that light of freedom on. We can't ever let it dull down. So, I, I hope everybody has a happy Fourth. Enjoy your families. Uh, enjoy the communities that we live in. We're going to be done, by the way. We'll be done a zilly for the for the parade. Uh, but I think more than anything else, this is time for us to celebrate being who we are, and it's the greatest nation the world's ever known because of the greatest sacrifice the world has ever known.
1: Well, on that note, Mike. My- it was a pleasure again to have you on the show. So, Always look forward to the, this opportunity and uh, hope we've informed our local communities what is going on here in Western PA. For more information or to contact Congressman Mike Kelly, please go to kelly.house.gov. Thank you, Mike.
0: Thanks, Seth. Appreciate it. Happy for, fourth.
1: You say Happy fourth to you for Armstrong in the Loop podcast. I'm Seth Prentice, keeping you in the loop. great news all past and current episodes are available on popular streaming apps and websites search armstrong in the loop podcast and subscribe today
0: when it comes to internet service you get it all with zoom from armstrong there's unlimited data for unlimited downloads low latency for seamless streaming and gaming plus an unmatched fiber network for speeds that can't be beat find out for yourself